This is Pull Request After Dark. Pull Request After Dark is a different kind of technology podcast, but we still talk about everything in and relating to technology. With me is Chris Grabowski. Hello. And Tyler Dinner. Hey. And Corey Casares. Hey, hi. <laughs> and Olivia Ross. This week's episode, Tyler turns 30. <laughs> oh no. Sorry, my headphones not working. Tyler! <laughs> what? Turn my headphones Turn up. Turn my headphones up. Turn my up. Headphones up. <laughs> oh man. How's it feel, man? Uh, to be old like you? You're, you're uh, an old man like me, yes. Do you feel better? I feel so much better. <laughs> Tyler, I feel so happy that you're 30. It's great, because now I'm not the only senior citizen on this podcast anymore. Oh, man, yeah, dude, we can get the, the early the bird special. Early bird special, we get the senior discount on the movie's tickets. Yeah. And we oh get double uh, ARP membership. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, we get the triple ARP. Du- what's the triple ARP? NCC. A-R-P. <laughs> N-double-A-C-P-R-P. <laughs> Oops, somebody Wonderful. got into the paint chips again. <laughs> Tyler, they've got lead. Just take it easy. It's my birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday. It was good paint chips. <laughs> yes. And uh, and so, <laughs> you know what? That's right. You can have all the paint chips that you want on your birthday. So They were repurposed paint chips from the hipsters reclaimed. down the street in Bushwick. Yeah. Reclaimed paint. Reclaimed. Yeah. It's yeah. vintage. It's good for the economy. It, it, was, it has still... <laughs> asbestos in it a yeah. little bit some asbestos fibers i'm supporting local business exactly they supposedly found a cancer vaccine so is that is that is that just pot tyler what can't oh no no, no no there's a real one. Oh, there's a real cancer yeah vaccine. it uh-huh. boosts your immune system um and just uh, like orange so it's juice? not an actual vaccine but it boosts your immune system and it was like killing 97 percent of rats cancer like different, wow. different types too yeah well, that, we're never gonna see that are we oh uh, no it's approved for human testing actually it's gonna happen well, so hopefully it works on. Given people. the fact that the price of insulin has skyrocketed, skyrocketed over the last few years, I don't know about something that people will actually need, and if they don't get it, they will die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Anyway, so uh, Tyler, for your birthday, I said, "What did you want to do?" And you said, "Well, let's not do a show." And I said, "No, we can't do that. Uh, that would be too easy." I know. Well, we listen. We didn't do a show last week, and uh, so for this week, for your birthday, I'm letting you decide everything that we're talking about today. Ooh. Yeah. And. Um, but let's let's get to that in a minute. So first, we last uh, the last time, Christian, what are you doing? Oh, I forgot, of course, <laughs> because it's Super Bowl Sunday. Like we can't play the music; it's not licensed. Uh, not like this music, anyway. Uh, but we have we can't play the Super Bowl, but we have the Puppy Bowl right here. Whoa! Lead by four points. And Sally showcased her awareness and agility. And I have no idea what's going on because I can't see the screen. Christian, why don't you give us a play-by-play? So we got one puppy uh, bringing in the ball to the end zone. Touchdown. Okay, who's that? Is that puppy pe- playing for the Eagles or for the Patriots? Team Fluff. Team Fluff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Congratulations, and uh, and and what's what's going on? Come on. Well, now that we got the MVP on the screen here. It's a bear. Uh, bear and bear is a what breed of dog? Uh, I can't tell you. Oh, now we got a hamster. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, some of the cutest, most adorable puppies we've ever seen. Okay, back to the show. So the thing is, is that two weeks ago, the last show we did, I said I was going to die. I'm I'm alive. Right? I think. I think. I'm alive. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh... Ghost I I don't really know... (laughs) Yeah, I don't really know what else to say other than it's all in my head and I don't know 
what to do. I need a, I need a therapist or something. My therapist recently has been me watching a bunch of uh, episodes of Monk. And because I mean, because it makes me feel better. Because at least I'm not as bad as Tony Shalhoub's character. I mean, the less active you are on Facebook, the more they recommend therapists to you. Is that what happens? Yeah. Oh, you haven't been on Facebook in a while. Is something wrong? Yeah. They start with the ads for the uh, robot ones, and then they work their way to professional ones. Ah, well, the thing is, is that speaking of anxiety and reasons to go see a therapist, I need to cut Facebook out of my life. Maybe you should try changing your birth control. Oh, <laughs> there we go. We got it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, I had a, um, no, in fact, I was under anesthesia on Friday uh, for the first time since I was 17, and I had my wisdom teeth taken out then. Uh, this time I had an upper GI endoscopy, which usually isn't performed for people under 65, but because, Tyler, like I said, we're senior citizens, I, now I need it. No, go on, I was just making old people noises. Ugh. Yeah, this episode of Pull Request is sponsored by Depends. That's right, the quality assurance when you need it depends. Christian, we're going to turn off the puppy bowl. you got to focus. <laughs> I know it's so much more interesting doing the show for real. I know, but we got to do it because there's not that much time before the actual Super Bowl starts when you guys want to leave. But now the crocodile hunter's on. Steve Irwin? Yeah. Did he die? Yeah. It's like when it's they like have... It's like a tribute to him. I think they're talking... I, it's a tribute to him. A tribute to Steve Irwin? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's actually really... It's really sentimental. Heart, showing his Really kids. heartwarming? Yeah. His, his son uh, does uh, this kind of stuff. His son is great. Okay. Yeah. If you've ever seen him, he is just like his dad. Who I know. Who I know. The Australian <laughs> accent. Bend all the vowels down. All right. Okay. So the thing is, is that we've been doing a lot of these After Dark episodes recently. Yeah. And of the last it's a hot streak. ten episodes, this is our fourth After Dark, and I, I'm not a fan of that, unfortunately. And I'll tell you why, because I want our program, this is the specific difference that we made once we left Radio Free Brooklyn, I want our program, and I think we should be able to agree on this, to create family-friendly, brand-safe, monetizable content for easy consumption. And when you drink and smoke on the show, and you swear like a fucking sailor, it's not, not going to happen. If you're not going to be able to have the broad audience that you want, you're not going to be able to recommend people to listen to any yeah, specific episode. Yeah, we want an audience full of broads. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, you know what you know what I mean. Well, now I just want our audience to be a bunch of kangaroos. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I really yeah, am gonna. I really am gonna turn that off. Uh, yeah. so. Christian watching this thing is like they have a video game at the dentist's office. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's, I just love animals. All right, we don't have that much time before the actual Super Bowl starts, and you guys are going to leave once that happens. So uh, let's get going. Hopefully, right, before right, it happens right. a little bit. Okay, well, it's going to be a real fun hour then. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Facebook invented a new unit of time called a flick. So when you flick someone off, that's actually now a unit of time, not just a derogatory statement. <laughs> the flick is defined as 1 over 705,600,000 seconds, or about 1.42 nanoseconds. Facebook's announcement, they did this so it can evenly subdivide against 24 frames of video. And music. And music? Yeah, so it syncs up music and, and uh, video and sound. Because it goes like perfectly in frequency with like the audio sample rates. Ah, so it's so it's both video and audio. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a common denominator fraction that works really, really well, so that you can unify everything. That's right. A frame for a one twenty-four of uh, twenty-four frames per second video is twenty-nine million four hundred thousand flicks. 
Interesting. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a really cool concept. It's very smart. Yeah, here's something uh, Christian can chime in with. Floating point errors have been solved. Mm, Inventor claims to have solved floating point error problem. What is? Why don't you give us a highlight as to what this error problem is? So the issue is, uh, since computers are all binary at the lowest point, uh, it uh, re- rec- uh, representing decimals is difficult. And right. because of that, when you do the arithmetic on binary uh, values, these uh, floating points can have occasional errors. Now, that's the now we've been using computers doing to do important floating point calculations for quite a while, mm-hmm. at least the last thirty years. And you're saying that most of the floating point calculations we've been doing have had some insignificant but still possibly significant rounding errors. Well, you have things that uh, will try to fix it at a later point, like error correction. Uh, uh, error correction hardware, which uh, that does make things slower, but but what? You got to talk, man. It's a fucking podcast. Let's go. I, Come on. <laughs> I is, like, made it out. Christian says that in in the realm of floats, we've been sinking. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's right. And that sound you heard was from our studio audience who have been slowly suffocating in their Tupperware container where we keep them during the week. And we take them out on Sundays just for us. And it is a nice, rainy, warm Sunday. It wasn't, well... That's what I'm talking about. Ah, there you go. Yeah. You, know, we, you, you should have a drink with that guy after the show. Did you uh, change their yeah. water in the Tupperware container? I think they need new water. No, I said that's what happens when we don't do a show for two <sighs> weeks. It gets stale. I forget. It's like these plants. I forget to water the plants every once in a while. That's why they're in those self-watering planters. But they're I can't do that grumpy. with the people. They're going to get grumpy. They're already grumpy. Ugh. <laughs> That's not grumpy. Ooh, uh, yeah. The, the apparatus... <laughs> they don't get played with. <laughs> the, appar- <laughs> all right. the apparatus and method for calculating and retaining a bound on error during floating point operations inserts an additional bounding field into the standard floating point format that records the retained significant bits of the calculating with, of the, of the calculating with notification upon su- insufficient retention. That reads like a legal brief. That, yeah. You, uh, Did you say anything? I say I wasn't English. <laughs> Christian, why don't you uh, demystify that? <laughs> um, why, why would I have the answer? Well, okay. There's the apparatus and method for calculating and retaining a bound on an error during a floating point operation inserts an additional bounding field into the standard floating point format that records the retained significant bits of the calculating of the calculating. Everything with, is a prepositional phrase. <laughs> with, with notification upon insufficient retention. What the hell? So it's saying that the <laughs> significant bits are retained and then they will create a notification if they're not. That's what it sounds like. Yep. Uh, why haven't they done this before? Mm, just haven't thought about it. Oh, I was hoping you would have. <laughs> wow, Christian, thanks for the insight. Okay, moving on. Uh, it looks like you can, if you're still running Windows 95, which might actually be the most stable version of Windows right now, uh, you can run... <laughs> thank you. You can run Windows 3.1 in a window inside of Windows 95 by uh, hacking some version checks. It was actually pretty cool. Uh, you could see it here that you've got Windows 3.1, and when you do it correctly, there's a new icon that says Return to Chicago, which was the code name for Windows 95. And then you go back to Windows 95, you can see it running in an MS-DOS prompt. It's actually very interesting. So Windows in Windows. Two layers of sucking. <laughs> Except you hate Speak Apple now. billions and billions of Windows. How much have you had to drink already, Christian? This is, uh, this is my third. Your third. Did you st- take a break from last night before you started drinking again? Or? Not really. No. Might be a hangover. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I you can't, well, you can't, you can't have a hangover if you're drunk. 
Yeah. Good point. Okay. Uh, here's something. Uh, the man that played Barney runs a tantric sex business. Did do we go over this? We went we, we went over this off the air. Yeah, we went all, yeah we went over this off the air. We were supposed to talk about this last week, but since we didn't do a show, uh, so the first thing that I want to show you is Christian. This is not this is very this is very red in the purple. It's not the Pantone ultraviolet that is much closer to blue. I, I disagree. Eric is complaining about the color. The on colors. I also got into an argument with colors with people. He's last having night. a preemptive Apple attack. Yeah, no, it's not about Apple. It's about colors. Anyway. On the uh, computer made by Apple. He's having, so, a, he's having a rainbow heart on. There you go. So this, the guy that played Barney, his name is David Joyner, and he looks like this. And he run, <laughs> he looks like he runs a tantric sex business. <laughs> he does. He really, he looks like he has a lot of satisfied customers. He looks like Steve Harvey and Carlton mixed. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you said it. Um, yeah. So that's, that's that. <laughs> Imagine Steve Harvey, but with less of the rapiness and more tantric sexiness. Steve Harvey? Was he, was he, was he one of those people? No, I don't know. I, don't see what You don't, can't implicate people like that. You heard it here, but folks. people don't T- like him Tyler, Tyler, that's a serious Ty- Tyler's accusation. Tyler's throwing Steve Harvey under the bus. You've heard it here for him. Tell me he he's, a, he's a pastor now. He does a morning radio show. He hosts Family Feud. You're going to tear down Steve Harvey? You're going to tell me he doesn't look rapey? I, just because no, the guy has a mustache. Conversate. Remember, <laughs> remember what I said about uh, brand-safe, monetizable content. I didn't say anything bad about him. He just we're not. Like we're not going to get into times up. Not everyone with a mustache is a rapist, but every rapist has a mustache. <laughs> yeah. See, it's it's a correlation thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, now we have a very harsh transition into some local news. Speaking of getting no. <laughs> Wait. What? It's time for our New York Minute, where we take a look at your five boroughs. And it looks like uh, Grimaldi's under the Brooklyn Bridge is back open. Still gotta go to the Garden City one, though. Okay, Christian, well, you know, say we'll go and we'll get some real pizza rather than the bullshit that they bake for us under the Brooklyn Bridge. That still always has a line around the block because these people don't know any better. That's true. It's sad. People love shitty pizza. I don't know why. And one of the most famous pizza places in New York has has degraded the quality as a victim of its own success. This episode should be titled Eric's Rants. No, the whole podcast. This is a pizza attack. <laughs> pizza. pizza attack. I'm a pizza elitist. Pizza is my favorite food because I complain about it the most. That's you can't eat You're it a pie right snob. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Uh, let's see. Moving on. If you forgot your jacket on the F train today, it's currently on fire. <laughs> That's right. If you left your jacket, maybe on the F train this weekend, there's got good news and bad news. They found it, but it's in flames. And there's a video. <laughs> it was a burner coat. Yeah, exactly. You can see it's right oh there. God. Literally. And the funnier thing would be, I'm sure that this was on fire through many stops and no one cared. <laughs> the conductor didn't notice it. There was no smoke alarms. But yeah. There was so, somebody standing right next to me. This, this is also the train. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Update. You can burn stuff on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, and this is the train that, you know, someone got stabbed when they fell asleep. The F is the second longest train, I believe. Uh, and so it is a good one to fall asleep on. It's a good one to leave your, your coat and stuff on. But it will be set aflame by some vi- uh, vigilante. <laughs> I don't know. Did it damn just case. randomly combust, though? It's the coat. Anything, yeah. anything can spontaneously I mean, what if it combust. just went... Yeah. It's possible. It's the coat, man. Nobody's <laughs> getting their hands on my coat. <laughs> They're just yeah. trying to be green. No, no waste. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Moving on... Uh, the Guggenheim 
museum, which is a very good museum, offered uh, 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 offered our president a used golden toilet. Oh, I, w- I, w- I went to that. <laughs> because they asked, he asked for something from the museum as a souvenir for the White House, and they said, we'll take our golden toilet. I thought he already had one. That's news to me. Yeah. But, uh, no, I actually went and saw that exhibit because I lived blocks away. Did you take a point. poop in the golden toilet? No, but there was one line at the door for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, this is the third week, third show in a row. I think we've had a toilet news. <laughs> Pointing that out there. Well, wasn't there that one where there was... The like one there a, was the one that talked to you, like from yes. Bob's Burgers. Right, that was... I take that over a golden can any day. Well, it's it's okay until it just starts yelling, Danger, danger, Will Robinson. Right, exactly. Exactly. Danger, danger, what did you eat last night? Danger, danger, <laughs> oh, we're not you, equipped for this. You didn't get the Lost in Space reference? Yeah. Okay. I've seen... Lost in Space. Okay. That's the one with uh, Joey from Friends, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, he was in the movie Lost oh, in Space. I'm, I'm talking about... Ni- I know what you're talking about, Christian. All that's right. been this week on Toilet Humor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, free iPad. Our tablets are being offered to inmates at Rikers Island. You don't Damn. have an iPad or your tax dollars at work. Actually, they insist that your tax dollars are not paying for this. The Department of Corrections say that about 51,000 inmates will be eligible to receive free tablets to communicate with family and to look at porn. It's great. Ooh, prison porn. Prison, prison porn. Not to be confused with Prison Planet, which is the site run by Alex Jones. You know, that would probably really reduce prison sex. Is that really reduce prison sex, sir? It's cookie. Is, is, is it worth it? You see you like talking with your mouth full? Yeah. You sound you're sounding like the guy from Pawn Stars. <laughs> God damn it, Rick, you could have talked that way down a couple thousand dollars, but you're just looking there like a possum eating pizza. <laughs> Ooh, you should move back to the south. <laughs> God Girl Jim Bomb Oh anyway. Uh, uh, no, here's something that you can relate to, Christian. Um, no more daddy-daughter dances at New York uh, middle schools. What? what? Um, so I know that you went to one. It was very sentimental what? for I, you I, as a kid growing <coughs> up on Long Island. However, PC culture, and this is from the New York Post, the headline, PC culture, has killed our school's father-daughter dance. Now, when you went to the father-daughter dance with your father, Christian, how was that uh, experience for you? Uh, I can't say I ever ha- have been to one. Uh, no, so you didn't I, go. I've been to, to a, he, a he human. doesn't know his dad. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, it's a human and human dance now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting that the Department of Education ordered schools to eliminate any gender-based practices like a dance in March in a March 2017. So it's a student parent dance, and that's not weird. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it's un- going to be the human stance eventually. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, with an X instead of instead of human and HUMXN. Yeah, that's not a joke. It's just foreshadowing. You mean uh, a Hugh person, right? There you go. No, person still because of son. You need an X Damn. instead of the, yeah, patriarchy's a bitch. Uh, uh, until we understand what we are on, legally son. permitted to do, we need to table this event. PTA President Tony Bennett said while clenching his or her asshole. Their asshole, excuse me. Don't want to assume their gender. <laughs> Wait. The guy's name is Tony ben- Bennett. Tony Bennett, as in the musician. Not Tony. No. Tony with an I. <laughs> oh, Tony, Tony, Tony. So, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of Tonys. I'm sure, there's a lot of Tonys from Staten Island, Christian. Uh, 
And, uh, and of course, they're that's not where people. This... <laughs> no, well, that's, I mean, they're the most intolerant of that of anyone in the five boroughs. And, <laughs> if we uh, opened one of Christian's yearbooks and looked to see how many Tonys were in there, it'd probably be overwhelming. There's a whole yeah, page. There's, there was two. <laughs> there was two Tonys, it's it? Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Tale of two Tonys. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, uh, a Staten Island mom said, all this gender crap needs to stop. Who added that her third grader had a great time with dad last year. Yeah. Um, ironically, for a young trans girl, this is what someone, I can't, uh, I don't know who quoted this. For a young trans girl to be able to go to a father-daughter dance can be, can be very affirming because it's this instance that she's recognized as a daughter. Now that is actually some heavy irony. So, uh, not touching not, that one. No, no, keep making rape, <laughs> jo- keep making rape jokes, Tyler, because you know that works. You all anyway. my hands, all right? <laughs> I'm not gonna let off that. I think Steve Harvey looks rapey. That's just okay. Act. All right, all right, yeah. I will not rescind, Tyler. You're gonna get us in some trouble. That's not trouble. That's that's you're asking for trouble. You know how how many how how no, you can't, can't say asking the, for it's it. The number of, it's the number of it's the number of rapes per minute. The words rape. Per minute on now, I'm saying it. <laughs> uh, okay, no more with the word. No more. No more with. We the can word. only talk it about rope. As an adjective, God, it's not 2001 anymore, Tyler. I'm sorry. <laughs> when you when you could say, "Oh, we got raped on Counter Strike." No you, more. People used to say that all the time when I was in high school. We should Thank have you, a game that if someone says it again, I'm going to smack him across the face. How about that? How about if someone says it again, you can smack Christian across the oh, face? Well, either one. Okay. Well, why, why me? I've said one. it the least. Yeah. That's why. Okay. <laughs> and because you've said it the least, that means it's time for your GitHub Issues of the Week. First GitHub Issue of the Week comes to us from Trafic. Trafic! Built by Gilbert Godfrey. Fix for DNS! RR in swarm mode causes loss of functionality! <laughs> <laughs> So Christian, what is uh, what is what is what is traffic? Traffic is a reverse proxy in service match. Well, thank you. And what's the problem? What is the, what does RR mean? Reverse resource record. Resource record. All right. So uh, so DNA, fix for DNS resource record in swarm mode causes loss of functionality. Yeah, basically they added a fix into traffic. And what is it, in any of this? Re- DNS resource record swarm mode. So in Docker Swarm, there's a mode to do service discovery using DNS records as opposed to uh, uh, just, uh, having a key value store with uh, IP address and port. Okay. And so in this mode, you have DNS records instead. And the way that they added support in traffic actually limits the amount of traffic uh, features. That's cool. Um, okay. And so what? The, you said they fixed it already? Uh, no, they gotta add it though. You know, you could talk at a reasonable distance from the microphone and not be a complete jerk off. I, I don't think I can now, do there it. we go. That sounds exactly how I wanted it. I walked right Great. into that one. Right. Okay. So, uh, so you said there was a fix? Uh, well, the fix is mostly to actually allow for this global mode, which is the mode that is disabled because of this. So they gotta add that back. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. All right. Uh, anything else? No, not really. Okay. Well, then moving on to our next... GitHub Issue of the Week. Our next GitHub Issue of the Week comes to us from BCC, Broward Community College. Huh, no. No? It's, uh... Broward Community College? No. Binghamton Community College. They don't have a community college. They have a state college. Oh. Well, you know, they're not called community colleges anymore in Florida, either. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, BCC is what? 
Uh, Something compiler? BPF compiler collection. Oh, I remember this. BPF compiler collection. BPF stands for? Berkeley Packet Filter. Hey, we got it. Okay, and runqlen.py tool. It's a Python tool. Output is weird compared to runqlenexample.txt. Now, what is run? What is qlen? Uh, this is basically how many instructions that are waiting to be uh, ran uh, within a single uh, context before it switches out. Okay. Um, so, so the so the, it, the output just doesn't match the example. Uh, well, it ends up actually being pretty interesting. It's the fact that one particular minor release of the Linux kernel doesn't support uh, printing this out. Ah. Oh. Yep. So what has to happen for that? Uh, just use any version that isn't 4.14. Of the kernel? Yep. Oh. Um, is there, and there is an update for that, or do they have to go back down? They have a release candidate. Ah, here we yep. go, RC5. Do you advise um, people running release candidates of kernels? No. No. no, no so no, what would you no, recommend no, no. people do with this? Uh, either go back a version or go forward another version. To what? Well, 15 wouldn't become a stable. When it becomes stable, so they have to kind of live with this for now. Yeah, I mean, also, most distros don't give you the tip of this uh, iceberg there. Yeah, it's funny. I, I had to save myself. I must say, yeah. tip of the spear. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that's that's cool. Anything else? Mm, not really. All right. Our next GitHub issue of the week comes to us from System D. Stricter PID file handling breaks several. Oh, sorry. Stricter PID file handling breaks several demons. You know, it'd be great if they had punctuation in these. Demons, not demons. Demons. Sorry, like weigh-ins. Um, okay. Uh, so what's this one? Uh, so with this, uh, certain PID files, like uh, demons, will uh, try to write to them to keep it what PID they're in and keep track of that to be able to kill or talk to whichever daemon is being uh, used. So like MySQL uses this to be like, hey. All right, the MySQL daemon's on this PID, so uh, if you want to talk to it, send things to that process. Okay. And the issue here is uh, with, like, the strict handling. Which is what? Like, what won't let you do? With the uh, system handling? D will handle it entirely, and another process can't touch it. Ah, okay. And that's, is that, so that's more secure, mm-hmm. but it's less convenient. Yeah. So what, how do you, how do you, so what do you do? Uh, so they can actually uh, change the code so that way reading a symlink becomes uh, they use the unsafe mode. Ah, yep. So then, so they have to become less strict. Is that what, are you, what you're saying? Pretty much. Pretty much. That's the only way around this. Pretty much. Well, that's not good. Then what's the whole point of strict handling if it can't if it breaks a bunch of stuff? Yes. Yes. Okay. Fine. Well, then moving on to our last GitHub issue of the week. Our last GitHub issue of the week comes to us from Apex. They're GUI. And it just says debounce. Need to regenerate on each config tweak. Slow and more expensive on Lambda side. Why, thank you, TJ. Uh, what is this? Uh, What's it's Apex? A, it's a, well, a, so Apex is a framework for running serverless code, which is hilarious. But uh, it's written by... What do you mean by serverless? Uh, you, you, it's just the front end? Yeah, pretty much. Well, it's sort of. Like it, it's, a, it's like a, you schedule functions instead of a full program. But yeah. that still runs on a server. Yes, that's the joke. Oh. <laughs> well, it's called serverless as a marketing thing, but then it's not really serverless and all, the, all this fun. Gotcha. But I chose this because I was hoping a, a new UI kit would really get under your skin. Uh, but I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't seen Apex, so it doesn't bother me. <laughs> See, I only complain about things that I've seen. <laughs> that's. Do you, though? Oh, yes. I've just seen a lot. <laughs> All right. Well, after our GitHub issues, it's time for Tyler's Plus Ones. 
our pull request plus one to where we send out well wishes and acknowledgments of awesomeness to people and other organizations. Who's our first plus one this week, Tyler? My plus one this week, number one, is... You! Happy birthday! <laughs> Come on, everybody, let's give Tyler a happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Okay, okay, so we don't have a license for that song. Uh, all right, your first plus one this week is? Is you guys. Oh, we love you too, Tom. Yeah, I moved this week. I turned 30. These guys helped and moved and crushed it. Um, I, High five. I barely wrote enough code uh, this week for my job, so I really don't know what happened in the world of tech. So... That's okay, neither do we, but we're on the air, so we got <laughs> we have to pretend, you know? So my, my plus ones are you guys. Aw, well, thank you, Tyler. Yeah, thank if anyone you. else has a plus one that they want to shout out to tech, that's totally fine. I don't have any. Well, you know, we didn't end up at a... Never mind. We didn't end up at an adult steakhouse last night like we did for my 30th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, those were two different places. You might have had a... <laughs> you, might have, you might have had a plus one in your pants, but that's another story. Anyway, all right. That's it? Oh, plus one, plus one to Animal Planet for the Puppy Bowl. Oh, that's right. That's right. We have to say thank you to Animal Planet for not allowing us to rebroadcast their Puppy Bowl, but we're doing it anyway. Let's take a quick look, <laughs> since like, we've got some time, and see what's going on with the Puppy Bowl. Another perk. It's a commercial. It's a commercial. It's, it's a commercial, no. I'm pretty sure it's actually over, because they yeah. were showing like leopards and stuff like that. Is it the Kitty Bowl, then? No, it's, no. it's the Jungle it's Bowl. It's over? It's just Animal Regular It's just planet. Regular Animal Planet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. See if we can put on one of the like the post game show. There's got to be a post game show for the Puppy Bowl. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, figure it out, Bishop. All right, and that's been our plus one. Woo! Okay. You got any any progress? I See, there, came across the pregame. Well, we were watching the pregame. Is there anything after the pregame? Nope. Oh. Well, maybe, maybe we can start the Poppy Bowl over from scratch. No, this is good. Dominance. Two adversaries. Two adversaries. To wet nose. Wet nose. To wet nose. Wait a second. You know. But only one will sniff out victory from the jaws of defeat. We can, we can, we can do this. That's right. From nose to nose, only one can speak can what bark out victory from the other. The Puppy Ball. That's right, my name is Rob Harrington, and next to me is I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I can't improv that. You do like John Hound. John Hound! I like that. I like that. I like it's that. It's like John Ham, but yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Okay, well, uh, yeah, that was another. There we go. I just pulled a soundbite right out of uh, live TV. <laughs> okay, well, after uh, after all of this Michigas, it's time for my Apple Attack, where we take a nice little shit on Apple. This week, the U.S. Department of Justice is set to probe Apple, not like how I got probed yesterday in the hospital. Uh, <laughs> No anesthesia for them, yeah. Uh, uh, No, you know, I actually liked it. No. Um, So the U.S. Department of Justice and Security Exchange Commission are investigating whether Apple violated security laws concerning instant disclosures about a software update that slowed some handsets, people familiar with the matter, told Bloomberg News on Tuesday. The U.S. government has requested information from the company and according to the people who asked not to be named because the probe is private. (laughs) Quote, (laughs) Quote, We have received questions from some government agencies, and we are responding to them. 
an Apple spokeswoman said. She reiterated that in an earlier statement, the company never and would never do anything to intentionally shorten the life of any Apple product, adding, but if you guys just had the latest iPhones, we wouldn't be having this conversation anyway. That's about it. Tim Cook said uh, he was he was quite he was quite pandering during the investors call this past Friday and said that we did not consider how the battery replacement program for the for the iPhones which if you have an old iPhone like I do your battery can be replaced for $30 rather than their price that is much higher than that I think it was like 70 or $80 before. Uh, and they said that, well, you know, we, did, we just wanted to do it to, for the benefit of our customers and not, we didn't think about how it would affect upgrade rates. Well, I'll tell you this, I, this is going to be my last iPhone. So, Apple's pulling a Trump. <laughs> we did it. By in- oh, no, we didn't do it. No way. <laughs> by investing a lot in America no. and making the world a better place? Oh! And that's make- no, that's not what hate. That's what I would do. I mean, you did something and then lie and say you didn't, and then keep an eye on it, and then admit it later. <laughs> there we go. Did you watch, by the way, did you watch the, um, everyone was talking about the State of the Onion. I, I hope they're not going out of business. Oh, I thought the State of the Onion was like a parody of the State of the Union. No, that would have been funny. All right, the State of the Union. Uh, no, so, he, he can't read worth a damn out loud. That's the, that's what no, I've period. noticed. You know, well, I mean, he probably doesn't read. He doesn't read anything that's not on social media, I guess. But like, and I don't know. That's not true. He he reads Dick and Jane. Oh, there you go. Because when you speak three words at a time and you pause, everything you say has more gravitas. Oh wait, why do I have to clap? We've got the studio audience. There we go. Hey guys. Anyway. This is going to be my last iPhone, and this is our Apple attack. All right. Moving on. Uh, when, do you, when, when do you guys have to leave? Six. Six. Yeah. Ugh. That's terrible. We don't have that much time left. We should just put on the puppy bowl and watch it again. <laughs> um, okay, we well. We tried to do that. We tried to do that. We still got to do a show. It's okay. We've got... I have no idea how long we've been on the air. Uh, we'll figure that out later. Uh, because right now, it's time for a segment that I love doing, but Christian doesn't for some reason, because he hates women in power. It's Theresa May murders the internet! It'd be the opposite. What? What? It, it, that would mean the opposite. Yeah, exactly. You don't like you're, you're talking about Theresa May because you don't like how you don't like women prime ministers. It's fine. You don't. Have I to, don't like no, government. Like, yeah, exactly. No one likes Theresa May. So okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't like government. <laughs> right. Um, let's see. So May has uh, she was in Davos for the World Economic Forum 2018 and has reopened her case, her war on encryption. She said these companies simply cannot stand by while their platforms are being used to facilitate child abuse, modern slavery, or the spreading of men on the subway. No. Or the spreading of terrorists and extremist content. I'm sure she doesn't like man spreading on the subway either. But... She doesn't ride the tube. It's, I was going to say, it was the tube over there. Not it's, it's the same thing. Uh, the government acknowledges, that, except that the, those cars don't have air conditioning, which is much worse. Uh, anyway, the government acknowledges that progress has, been, has been made. Firms identifying and taking down extremist content more quickly, for example. But they would like, she would like to see more action taken. She says, we need to go further. So ultimately, this content is removed automatically. That's impossible. These companies have to have some of the breast, breast brains in the world. Excuse me. 
Boobies. <laughs> best brains in the world. They must focus their brightest and breast and best on meeting. <laughs> on meeting that was explicit. These fundamental social responsibilities. Christian, you're one of the best brains in the world. How? Thank you. Uh, no, no problem. Uh, now, what do you say about this? Can these social media platforms automatically remove content that is deemed by humans as extremist? You know, I say that the, the only way the internet's going to be okay is if we're, all we have left is balloons. Just pictures of balloons. But Google has it. that balloon internet project. I know. That, and they're probably... <laughs> that's the joke. No, but the joke is that they're actually one of the people censoring stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so that's not good. Yeah. Well, what no. about the pictures of cats? Cat pictures are fine. Is yeah. that what we got now? Is that a kitty ball? No, it's still no. a puppy ball. Still a puppy ball? Okay. Uh, just as these big companies need to step up, so do uh, so we also need cross-industry responses because... And this is where she almost has a... You okay, Christian? He almost has a a um, moment of clarity when she realizes that smaller platforms can quickly become home to criminals and terrorists because they can just jump to any other encrypted platform. It doesn't matter what you do on the big guys. The terrorists will find their own way of encrypting their stuff. You can't stop this from happening because encryption is math. Thank you. And we need to see more cooperation from smaller platforms such as this. No one wants to be known as the terrorist platform or the first, cho- the first choice app for pedophiles. <laughs> well, we already know what that is. It's grinder for kids. Wow, the no response. Oh, you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fucking Steve Harvey rape bullshit. I can't say grinder for kids. It's a joke. It's a joke. Jesus Christ! And I'm the one. I have have too many questions, (laughs) too many retorts to like even uh, make a response right now. Stuck. (laughs) I'm like a frozen computer. (laughs) Like, okay, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So So wait, is this the kids are using the no? It's ending there. We're moving on. Uh, So many. No, that's okay. That was it. That was a yeah. <laughs> Let's move to our cryptocurrency connection. JP Morgan Chase and Bank of America both said that they will ban the practice of buying Bitcoin on your credit card. Yes, that's right. If you use Coinbase, which is the most popular bit, uh, cryptocurrency exchange. A, they sent out a nice public service announcement uh, to people recently, uh, which, here, I'll, I'll read it really quickly. So you're going to mail in some cash to Coinbase? You can use your bank account directly, but I don't. But then, I'll, then they're going to have that information. Uh, but that's the thing. Everyone so, has all my information all the time. Well, then don't worry about it. Uh, so Coinbase, they increase credit card transfer, speed, transfer fees, but don't blame them. I got a message from them saying, We're writing you because you have a credit card on file and want to inform you of a recent change that may increase the cost of purchasing digital currency with a credit card. Recently, the MCC code, that's the merchant code, for digital currency purposes was changed by a number of major credit card networks. The new code will allow banks and card issuers to charge additional cash advance fees. These fees are not charged or collected by Coinbase, and the additional fees will show up as a separate line item on your credit card statement. Compound that with J.P. Morgan and Bank of America and Citigroup saying that we're not letting you use credit cards at all to buy a cryptocurrency. It just got a lot harder, which explains why the value of my portfolio is slim to none. Using a... Using cryptocurrency markets is pretty hilarious because they have like these little notifications that on other websites you might not even read because they 
almost guaranteed not affect you. And then every, these little notifications are like completely changing everything about all the transactions you're doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh, no Ethereum transactions right now. Or, oh, it's going to cost a ton of money for this coin right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, the, the, you're going to lose mis- all your money tomorrow. <laughs> the mistake was tying this to the dollar. I don't think that if, if cryptocurrencies weren't tied to the dollar, they would remain decentralized and they would remain independent stores of value. How but do they be- get a, how because are they tied you have to. The dollar? To, what? How are they tied to the dollar? With the exchanges. Because where you, you exchange dollars for Bitcoin and uh, dollars for crypto car- and dollars for Ethereum. For Ether. Bitcurrency. So then how would you get the money? Just between each other. So you can you can exchange Ethereum for Bitcoin and vice versa. You can exchange Litecoin. How would I for- get it in the first place? Then? I think it's a behavioral thing. Then have to mine it to get it. Possibly, I'm not entirely sure. But the mistake was tying it to the dollar or any any fiat currency because that removes the decentralized nature of it. Now, how do you untie it? Cut the string. Well, now it's too late. <laughs> so the other thing, uh, because we're in a complete cryptocurrency bubble, is that uh, there's a. A decentralized religion platform that operates on the Ethereum blockchain. That's right. A complete Buddhist and secular meditation ecosystem on the Ethereum blockchain. They're called Lodos. Lodos Lodos.network, which network is a TLD. Pray for coins. There you go. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, uh, it's the new, what's his face? Uh, Ted Williams? The preacher. The guy that, you know, they made fun of on South Park because he needed the spaceship and he's like, oh, we're going to catch the... Oh, the guy from the 700 Club. Yes. Pat Robertson. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, here now, we go. So we just <laughs> <laughs> so this is a this is a, a more uh, culturally appropriate version of it because they're going with Buddhism. Buddha envisioned a new society with student teacher communities and egalitarian government. The Buddha envisioned a new society in his discourse, the city, symbolizing flourishing communal life based on the principles of I don't care. Okay. Why don't more people like just say that their house is like a Buddhist temple for themselves to relax in, but they also live there, and then just not pay taxes? Oh, there's a map of how many places in South Williamsburg call themselves synagogues. It's actually kind of interesting. <laughs> those are actually synagogues. <laughs> Christian. No way are there Wait, five Christian, in those one building. Those are, no way. Those those are no definitely actually, actually synagogues. Those are actually synagogues. There's Christian. no way there's five in one building. Imagine, imagine how many churches there would be if everyone went to church. <laughs> That's how it is in those neighborhoods. No, yes, yes, it is. When I lived in downtown Orlando, there was there were eight churches in a one mile radius around my apartment, and now I'm very happy to live in a place where there's that many temples. Yeah, uh, I, you know where why? You're from there's that many Seven Elevens. Think of it like that. Yes, <laughs> because of <laughs> what happened? That's Long Island. If you forgot, what happened? Because have, of uh, actually, no, it's more like pools. Like every house has a pool. Uh, oh, there yeah. you go. No, it's the temples because of. That's right. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Eric gets off every time he can play that. I love. I love. <laughs> there is no other tech podcast that loops in Fiddler on the Roof references. Uh, we found that's that's one of our niches. <laughs> I don't think there's any podcast. How would you that. search that's good. for that? What? If you, how would you search? You wouldn't that? search for that. Yeah, yeah, I just I just know you couldn't find. I, it. Remember, I just know that no one's this. Remember the original Pied Piper idea? <laughs> that's how. What? What? The idea oh, was originally yeah. making a music search engine, like you could search for audio, like Spotify. No, that's exactly what that was. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. It, it was like you can identify certain uh, pitches within the audio. Oh, yeah, yeah they had some cool. good ideas for apps on that show between that and, and Nip Alert. What, <laughs> what's Nip Alert? Shows <laughs> you when there's a lady with the right nipples in the area. <laughs> you were allowed to make jokes like that when the show started. <laughs> 
That's great. Okay. Well, you know, it's uh, really good with the <laughs> jokes tonight, Tyler. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Isn't so it amazing though? The show's in its fourth season, and like humor has changed so much. <laughs> you really Silicon Valley's only in its fourth season. It yeah. just ended. Well, fifth season. Now. That's it. It's coming up. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was older than that. Uh, all right. Well, we're all fans of Windows here, right? No. Uh, I like it. No. Well. Windows 10, uh, they have the Microsoft Defender that's, uh, that's, in, that's incorporated with Windows. It's Microsoft's apology for making such a shitty operating system that you had to buy an antivirus. Now they're packaging their own antivirus with it. Next month, they're going to start targeting those tools that say that they can clean up your registry and clean up the other bullshit that doesn't actually do anything on your computer. Before you say anything, let's hear it from our news department. No money on presents! News to you! Batman Washington. Most Windows users are well aware that they've made a bad decision for the operating system for their personal computers, unless they're gamers. For decades, a league of software has added salt to the wound of Windows' horrible user experience known as Scareware. Scareware purports to optimize your computer by cleaning up the horrible Windows registry or doing other tasks which have little to no bearing on the speed of your machine. Typically, Scareware introduces spyware and other malicious scripts that do not ironically, and do ironically the opposite of what they advertise. But fear not! Microsoft's latest version of Defender, their tool to actually remove unwanted spyware from your computer, will now start to target these nefarious pieces of code. So what happens to computer security going forward? Only time will tell. And so many Americans are afraid of what happens next. We at least know the world still turns and the truth marches on. And that's why this has been News to Use. Brought to you by Pneumonium. I have a question. I'm so glad I got to see that live, by the way. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's thanks, one Corey. of my favorite parts of the show, so Aww. it's great to see it live. That's, yeah, it's a, prof- it's a performance. I appreciate it. Corey's in town from Monterey, but she'll be moving here soon. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. so Corey, okay. you're, um, you're the uh, Senior Vice President of West Coast Marketing for Pull Request, and it's nice that you're here to share yes. our quarterly uh, advertising and marketing results. Yes. So, what can you tell us? So, as Wait, a- well, first, I'm sorry to cut you off, okay. uh, and this is not one of those toxic magic. Masculinity, ah, toxic masculinity things. I can't even say that. Okay. And I haven't. You're heard not really drink. capable of that, buddy. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's, that's going to come. I wish that could be a valuable defense. There's no way I'm that masculine. It's not happening. Just look at me. I can't do it. Anyway, would you like some music behind under your uh, while you talk? Sure. I guess you pick something out, just not the one you know I hate. Oh. Okay. Oh, so, I- oh, so not. Uh... Oh my god. Okay. We can that t- sends like a. I, it enrages me every time I hear it. I don't know why, but it does. And when I'm driving and I listen to it, I immediately want to slam my car. Really? This this again. is really that yeah, bad? Yeah, I don't know We why. all tell you this. Like, I don't get it. We, we all tell you this. I don't get I don't get it. Yeah, so please okay. don't make that my song. Well, so. we can do... You, we can, uh. <laughs> I saw it. No. No. Um, Eric it doesn't wants, matter either way. Eric just wants flashbacks to Easy. On Deck is Destiny. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> we could we could do uh, here. We could do this one. 
So, Corey, why don't you share with us some interesting details about our marketing experience on Pull Request? Okay, well, as of last year when I started listening to the show, I had myself and one other person listening to it. And now you guys are at a total of 10 people. That's fantastic. Yes, it's so great. 10 people yeah, on the wrong side of the country. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's present company. West Coast, Best Coast. East Coast, Beast Coast. Yeah, that we sounds like you. such a tool thing to say. A tool? Like, <laughs> like the band's tool? Or like a, no, no, like like a like Christian a, tool? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. So, well, we first, first off, Corey, we really appreciate yeah. a, This is a hostile work environment. Okay, we'll take it up with the HR. Cool. Uh, the West so. Coast is comfortable and the East Coast is interesting. It's pretty simple. Yeah. I don't like the West Coast people. It's the people that really make the whole experience. I said interesting. I didn't. I, 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 there's a wolf. That's not interesting. Anyway, uh, when people wait at intersections for a sign to tell them that to move, even though you can clearly see there's no cars there and they wait there just not happy with their life, something's wrong. Something, and then they see me cut across the street. They're like, hey, you could you could do that? Yeah. YOLO. You got you only yeah. go around that's once. Everywhere that is in New York, though. No. Yeah. Well, places with wider streets and more traffic, like wide, like uh, like Florida, it's harder to do that. But have you been to Canada? Are also just terrible drivers? Like, you never know when someone's gonna like run down the road and. You know, my experience driving in California, which has only really been in Orange County and uh, yeah. Los Angeles County, um, they're pretty defensive. They are. And and that's and and but so as someone that's used to driving on the East Coast, where people are assholes yeah. all the time, it's great. You just cut through their bullshit like a knife. Just sh- zooming down the road. And they're just like, oh, I don't know. Oh, my God. Is this okay? Am I safe? I don't know. Do we have any water? Oh, is it going to rain again? I don't know. Well, maybe if you toned down your toxic masculinity, it wouldn't be uh, so bad. Oh, thanks. Yeah, take your penis <laughs> off the, the foot pedal. The closer you get to the Bay Area, the worse it is. In terms of what? Well, just because, yeah. Because there's a lot of Asians like me that drive up there. Oh, okay. So. She gets to make the joke. You think? I get to make the joke. I am a quarter Japanese, so. Oh, okay. Hey, okay. There you go. Not offending. You're like the Elizabeth Warren of Asians. Exactly. She's That's Pocahontas. A real big no. Compliment. Anyway, I love Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren is great. Yeah. She's one of the few good people in Congress. Anyway, we detract. Yeah. So, uh, what, so uh, what are your, your what are your KPIs for for this quarter, uh, the first quarter of 2018? Oh, That's key even... performance initiatives. Indicators. Indicators. Thank you, Tyler. Well, I, I don't know. I just whenever you guys have a show, I always post it up on Facebook and. Okay. Do you, you have know. any Do you have any sponsorship opportunities for us? No, not at the moment. No. I'm sorry. Can, can you get us carbonite? No. 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 Okay. I can work on it though. Please. Yeah. Please. Please. We'd suggest- like to see a 10 percent yeah. growth in okay. the next quarter, which means okay. one more person. Just one more person. <laughs> you I got 10 people. One more person. Do that. I yeah. can definitely do that. We appreciate it. I'll just go to like the Google campus one day and just start. Hey, walking if someone, around. if someone gives me stickers, you know or what? Maybe or t-shirts, we might get in trouble like, no, if, if we if someone at Google listens to our show. I don't know. Yeah, I probably. <laughs> would. We want to stay under the radar okay. some somewhat until we get enough money to pay for everything. So I don't want Google to demonetize us before we actually really get good. I don't want to ruin that. Okay. Anyway, I appreciate it. It won't happen. How are you enjoying your stay in New York? I love it here so much. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I was here to help with the move and... 
and Corey. Plus one to Corey as well. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Yeah. We got a huge bed and a couch up, I don't even know how many flights of stairs, but yeah, it was pretty awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the move, I remember when we were were helping you, Tyler, and we said, all right, well, you have have a service elevator down, which is fantastic. And then you said, yeah, it's it's just up a flight of stairs and then a half a flight of stairs to my apartment, which you failed to realize, what you failed to mention is that there was another full flight of stairs as soon as you opened the door along with another half flight of stairs. So there were actually four flights of stairs, but one was broken, but but one was broken into two. Are you tired of opening doors and having them magic go somewhere? (laughs) Well, we've got all types of doors for you. Um, Anyway. All right. Yeah, and how it's been a really good trip, and I'm going to be moving out here at the end of June, so I'm really, really stoked on that and get to be a part of the process a lot more. So. Fantastic. Well, uh, how much longer are you here? I am here until Tuesday, so just a couple more days. That's it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you, and thank you. Uh, thank you so much for helping promote our show. Always. I think all of us here really thank you. I from do the all of, of this yeah, for my you. friends. We so have a fan base on the West Coast thanks to you. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> even Yes, even though they are on the West Coast, it's nice yeah. that someone's listening. Exactly. So, yes, thank you so much. All right. I have a question now. What's up, Tyler? So, after your last uh, rant, you hate Apple because you have a whole segment after them. You clearly don't like their operating system. I, you know, I, you it's not the, that I hate Apple. I, I, have this, I have this love for them. He's been betrayed by they're them. Breaking, thank you. They're breaking my heart. It's not hatred. Don't it's, go breaking my heart. It's a bad relationship. <laughs> exactly. Even Fatra. Okay. Well, you don't like them, but well, I you mean, don't I, don't, like, I don't want to say that they are like in the a Windows bad operating way. System. They're in a bad way right now, and I like the Apple from five plus years ago, which is why on the computer I my think, Hackintosh is still running something Tyler's from getting five or something six years though. ago. Okay, so you don't like Windows? I don't have. A, I'm a man without a country. And, I know where this is going. And yeah, and uh, and Linux, you can't do a lot of basic things like you can't run a lot of DAWs or big programs or run games. Yeah, that's not does. true. Or you can't, you can cr- you can't Chromecast sometimes and do like crap like that. Just streaming is a bummer. So, are you saying that we should all get Chromebooks? I'm I'm Chromebooks are Linux. Oh, well then, what do we do? <laughs> what I'm, do you like? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna stay. You like old Apple? I'm gonna stay with this four year old laptop, and I'm gonna stay with my two and a half year old cell phone until Apple gets a fucking clue. <laughs> Apple. Sure, your laptop leaves you better than bruised, but you love it. No, this laptop is great, and I really appreciate the fact that it has real keys, because I have, um, because, um, I, uh, what is it, I, I use the, uh, touch bar one a lot during the week, yeah. and it's horrible, and it's not just because of the touch bar, it's the keys, they don't, you know, they don't feel like they're real keys. Yeah, no, they, they, they're awful. They're awful. And Apple is continuing to remove buttons from things instead of doing the things that their customers want, like 32 gigs of RAM in a fucking laptop. Let's go! Well, you know, the Apple car is just not going to have tires. Right. <laughs> but you won't have to drive it because it'll automatically know where you want to go. Based on your no, it, iCloud. It, it, you, it won't automatically know. It'll know for you. Oh, that's right. I didn't want to go here. Actually, you did. <laughs> we decided that you wanted to go here. No, I don't shop at this grocery store. No, you do now. Based on its machine learning, it figured out Eric wants to go to a gay bar. <laughs> wow. You know, I don't have crickets on the soundboard. I need to, I need to work on that. There's, um, there's some laughter in that one. Oh uh, yeah, some. That's uh, one. That's not some more than more than kitty grinder. Shut up! <laughs> it's grinder for kids, not kitty grinder. That sounds so much worse. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That's terrible, Christian. No. How is that worse? That's so much worse. It's the same thing. You're grinding kids. That's fu- like uh, grinding kitties. Fucked up. Grinder for kids is also <laughs> fucked up. Okay. 
This is one hell of a show. You should not <laughs> grind kids. Repeat. <laughs> don't wait, don't twerk on kids. kids don't bad. grind kids. Don't no put grinding. them in a food processor or a microwave. Don't oh grind kids. Okay. What are we doing the show about again? Okay. Uh, <laughs> why don't we take a, uh, a quick break as I figure out the... Uh, what is it? Ah, why don't we take a quick break while I say something? Saffron, do you live in New York City? Well, if you do, Mnemonium has a beautiful new product for you. It's called Where Am I? Your five-borough compass navigator to help you get anywhere from Staten Island to the Bronx. Simply go to www.whereamai.nyc and enable location services on your mobile device to find the closest neighborhood borough and free subway stops to you, wherever you are. No ads, no tracking, just geospatial brilliance. That's Where Am I? Brought to you by Pneumonium. Pneumonium, reinventing media daily. Man, we might have more time for other ads if we weren't propping up pneumonium products all the time. I know, but pneumonium is producing the show. Oh. So it's a house ad, you know? Yeah. Yeah, oh, if we house. want to be able to keep producing these shows, we should help the company out, right? Yeah. You're the chief fun officer, Tyler. Ooh, mm. CFO. CFO. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so Tyler, I said for your birthday, uh, you, could do, you, could, you could do whatever you wanted. <laughs> so, uh, what are we talking about? Uh, we're talk- this week! This week! <laughs> we're talking about uh, music and music technology. So, okay. I'm going to start the technical portion off with Christian. He said he's got something really interesting. So, him. You said you had something about how they were built and what language they were built in. Nope. You're spacing? See, this uh, is... Uh, uh-huh. I do not recall, but... Yeah, uh, you know, you know, when I said we're going to write this stuff down before we actually... I mean, show, as far as, like, are, are we talking about, like, are we talking about DAWs specifically? Because, like, that's super interesting. No, it doesn't really. have to be. Oh, just music technology? I mean, like, a lot of it is signal processing, which is super interesting, going from the analog input coming in, and then you have a digital converter going uh, to the computer itself. So, How does that work? Well, it takes uh, a series of things, but it has to identify the frequency, the... Um, Amplitude and a few other things, and then uh, uh, translate those into uh, byte format. Gotcha. And so it just is that that just encoded with some logic gates inside of the A to D converter. Yep. And then all of our equipment here has A to D converters, like my mixer. Mm-hmm. It takes the analog microphone, turns it into a digital signal over USB, and sends it to my computer. Trans Logic, which is a very modern, but it doesn't feel like it. DAW standing for. I was say logic isn't that modern. It's been around forever. So Logic X is. Gotta get on that traction. What? Traction. What's traction? Traction is a bare bones, stripped down, uh, high performance DAW. Ah, no, there was another one um, that I tried that I tried using. I can't remember it because Tyler was supposed to be leading the <laughs> conversation on DAWs. Tyler and traction also works on all platforms. <laughs> All right, you know what? I think, uh, well, it's 5.55. I was going to go get a drink, but I, I guess there's no time. Oh, you still got time. Okay. Well, you know what? Why don't you talk about DAWs? I'll get myself a drink. All right? All right. Okay. Be right back after this. DAWs. I actually was more interested in playback. So you were talking about the uh, snapshots. Honestly, um, obviously, that's just a, a snapshot of you said the am- the amplitude and the frequency. Oh yeah. So it'll actually uh, through the analog to digital converter mm-hmm. uh, uh, then get the bytes that then are uh, written. Um, most DAWs will have it where it's written to uh, to like a temp file or even in memory first. Like, usually when you are recording, it's written into a memory buffer that's mapped to the file system because it could get too large for it to just be reads and writes. Sure. 
And so uh, once that gets committed to disk, you have that uh, uh, um, uh, usually a WAV file. And that, that's just actually a bunch of bytes that are, that are then read back. And then you have a uh, digital to analog uh, converter actually uh, produce the sound. But So what about the actual snapshots of the sound? Like how does a computer take ones and zeros and turn them into all the sound that you hear? Well, that's on the d- digital to analog conversion where it's actually doing the reverse of what the input was doing. So with uh. that, uh, you have um, it'll let you take those bytes and be able to synthesize the sound. And the higher quality decks uh, are the ones that will have the better sound because they're able to uh, piece together more sound based on the certain amount of data, which is also why you have better quality audio when you go with uh, uncompressed formats like uh, FLAC. Mm-hmm. Well, FLAC is lossless compression. And then uh, you have WAVE, which is like just the actual recording itself. And in those situations, you have as much detail on the actual analog sound that was inputted as possible. So... Uh, that that's really still almost hard to di- hard to understand. Um, so you have ones and zeros, right? So let's say like you have it takes so, so many snapshots of of an audio recording. So what's what's the standard snapshot rate? So uh, there's um, blanking on the term right now, but uh, there's the actual sample rate, which is uh, how many uh, like. Uh, how frequently to actually uh, c- capture the bytes coming like in? And you're thinking of the Nyquist theorem. Yes. The sample rate has to be double the... Uh, I forgot what the Nyquist theorem is. <laughs> what is it, Tyler? Oh, I, I forget that one. In digital signal processing, the sampling Nyquist theorem is a fundamental bridge between continuous time signals and discrete time signals, which would be sampled time. It establishes a sufficient condition for a sample rate that permits a discrete sequence of samples to capture the information from a continuous time length signal of finite bandwidth. Uh... And where is it? Where does it actually... Uh, if a function x contains no frequency high, frequencies higher than b hertz, it is completely determined by giving the coordinates of the seri- at a, giving its ordinates at a series of points spaced one over two b seconds apart, which is so you need twice the f- highest frequency as the sample rate, which is why. You have 44.1 to sample rate. The highest frequency that that captures is about 20,000 hertz, which is at the upper range of human hearing. That makes sense. Cool. Now, I've got my drink. <laughs> do we, uh... Okay, so we now we know why we need... Chug, 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 Excuse me. Classy. Exactly. That's, yeah. what, that's what all the big power German drinkers do. That's what they all say. Extra base. Yeah, when people chug Extra giant steins of beer, they just say you can't chug a carbonated beverage. You can't chug a carbonation. Well, actually, most European beers are flat by like nature anyway. Really? Yeah. So, what? Cool. Anyway. Um, Technology of beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we could have we could have done that. That would have been a... The sour beer I had today wasn't carbonated, and that was really good. Oh, huh. yeah? Good point. Anyway, so you have to have 44.1 thousand samples a second? Yep. Hertz mm-hmm. is one over seconds. Yep. That's a lot of sampling. Right, but that way you won't notice the difference between a continuous time signal like analog, which yeah. has... And it's like, it's like when you get to photorealism uh, high def. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a point, I think it's, I think it's 8K, where you're not, it's going to be, or maybe 16, where you won't be able to really tell the difference between actual, something actually in front of you and something on a screen. 
And the idea behind these sample rates is to do uh, something like that. Hmm. So, first sample slide, right? Mm-hmm. One of 44,000 in that second. <clears throat> What's it contain? It contains... Um, Frequency, it, amplitude. Oh, yeah, from, from an analog Percent, sample. From, from in the sample. What does the sample contain? The, the sample contains the actual... Uh, uh, just that... Uh, essentially snapshot of the sound wave coming in. And that is completely uncompressed. That is the right. actual sound data yes. at that point in time. Yes. Now that sample on is the then digital encoded. Side, it hold is on. That sample is then encoded by a analog to digital converter. No, that's already been sampled. Oh. We're past oh. saying that, that sample. Stop saying that word to skip everything. <laughs> it's just you plug it in and it works. You know, it goes from analog to digital, and that's the whole thing. And you plug in the microphone and you hit record and then save and you're done. Stop cheating. See you next week. All right. No. Good you night, push Cleveland. the button and it does things. Yeah. Um, no. So the you have your sample, mm-hmm. which is completely that's there's it, there's audio, digital audio information in the sample and then that is what that to to be packed into a digital recording mm-hmm. it goes through a compressor decompressor oh, called no. a codec it doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily you can do uh so it's just uh comes in on in the systems uh, side of things it's just an io stream coming in right that you can actually ha- handle a few certain ways usually for ledger recordings you do have to mmap the file because uh the actual page cache will just not be able to handle that many b- uh, bytes open. that makes sense so like this particular recording we're probably going to end up having this uh, it, uh logic is probably mmapping it so that way it doesn't just uh, get uh use up all memory well i do have 32 gigs of ram in here so it could I guess, but... An hour of uncompressed audio is not 32 gigs. A single process using up 32 gigs of memory is uh, pretty intense. That is, but it's not. It's it's not 32 gigs of memory. It's an hour of uncompressed audio, which I think is one gigabyte. Oh, that's not bad. So, anyway. Uh, early attempts at DAWs in the 70s and 80s faced limitations such as high price of storage, the vastly slower processing and disk speeds at the time. In 1978... Soundstream, who had made one of the first commercially available DA, uh, digital audio tape recorders in 1977, built what could be considered the first DAW. The Digital Editing System, they called it, consisted of a DEC PDP-11, that's a computer with just lights, a mini-computer running a custom software package called a DAP, Digital Audio Processor, a Bregan, uh, and a Bregan 14-inch platter hard drive, a storage oscilloscope to display the audio waveforms for editing, and the video display terminal for controlling the system. Interface cards are plugged into the PDP-11's Unibus, provided analog and digital audio input and output for interfacing to the Soundstream's digital recorders and conventional analog tape recorders. The DAP software could also perform edits to the audio recorded on the system's hard disks and provide effects such as crossfades. By the late 80s, Consumer-level computers such as the MX MSX, the Apple Macintosh, heard of that one? The Atari, I don't believe I have. No, so mm. the Atari St, and the Commodore Amiga began to have enough power to handle digital audio editing. Engineers used Macromedia's sound edit. Wow, I didn't know they had that back then. Hmm. Uh, MicroDeal's Replay Professional in DigiDesign's sound tools and sound designer to edit audio samples for sampling keyboards such as the Emu emulator and the Akai S900. Um, wow. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Fairlight CMI? No, what's that? Look up a picture of it. It's a really cool synthesizer, one of the early ones from like the 
early 80s that had like one or two computers on it and two keyboards and could synthesize anything and like make a make a drum beat and all that stuff really really powerful for back in the day Bless you. There's videos of <laughs> there's videos online of Herbie Hancock and Stuart Copeland mm-hmm. using them. Nice. Yeah, you can learn a lot about um, sampling from them. Interesting. So the first digital audio workstations were really for programming these sampling keyboards, which sounded like complete ass until the late '90s. Says the guy with an eight-bit guitar pedal. That's actually still analog. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Well, it depends on what you sampled. You could make a, you could sample good real instruments. No, but the way that it played, you've played these old school sampling keyboards. They just, you can't do like pot, you can't do uh, polyphony. Oh right, you can't right. do it's like it in the, in the, in the yeah, and the sample it just doesn't. It has a very bad attack. In fact, you know what the first? Well, oh, sorry, it was the second, but it was the first most popular sampling keyboard was the Mellotron, where they had pieces of tape. That oh, with yeah. that and each and each key had its own tape head, uh, and when you would and when you would hit the key, it would start rolling the tape, and that was the sample. Yeah. And what would happen is that uh, it was it didn't handle fluctuations in temperature really well, and so when you brought it out of storage you could and say put it on it the didn't stage, didn't have a flux capacitor. There you go. When you brought it out of storage and put it on stage, all the tape would melt, and it would stick to the heads, hmm. and then oh, it man. just became unusable. Hmm. And, uh, yeah. It worked good when Zeppelin used it. Except the Moody Blues were uh, real big fans of it. Uh, but that didn't... That All was strings you hear in rock bands, for those of you not understanding what a, a Mellotron is. If you hear, like, strings and Led Zeppelin live, yeah. it's a keyboard player playing something that actually was playing just pieces of tape right. connected to each string. There was the most key. popular string one was uh, called Three Violins. And that huh. was just... Yeah, and it was just three violins playing the same note. <laughs> and then you would, and then and then you would, ha- and then you would have to change out all the tape cartridges for different instruments if you wanted to switch out the sounds. Very, very manual. Oh boy! And that was in the sixties. Keys. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a real. I'm sure it was a real Don't pain in the ass in the to make. Order. <laughs> yeah. Um, Custom tuned piano. <laughs> <laughs> they all play so. the note D, but which one? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. So what else? So what else is it goes on in a in a DAW? We're really music technology, Tyler. That's what you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was still trying to get at what's in the sample. We told well, we told you, an IO stream of bits that is decoded from a larger audio stream in a frame, much like video. Like you have, like you you retrieve, uh, you retrieve the video content from the codec as a frame and then you render the contents of that frame as an image. You do the same thing with audio. There's a frame that you get out of your codec or you get out of your audio, your audio, your digital audio track, and that just has some raw audio bits and it has basically that. I mean, yeah, okay. I guess I meant like the amplitude and all all those specific parts of the wavelength, but... um... The amplitude is the crest, how high it goes, and the frequency is how many times per second. Right. Different notes have different frequencies, like 440 is A, and then when you play really loud, the amplitude goes higher. That's why compression, it squishes the amplitudes of all the waves together. That's why it makes, that's why it brings up the dull noises and it tamps down the loud noises. Just wanted the verbal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So. Awesome. Um, So now, I want to talk with you about design. Uh, We're getting, we're getting pretty late because the Super Bowl's coming up. But That's right. Do you want to take a quick check at the uh, Puppy Bowl? Like Thrive Market. It's where Puppy Bowl commercial. <laughs> you have a knack for these commercials. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> hey, this one is affordable, non-GMO, uh, organic 
puppy food? No, he means The announcer food. names on these are great. I don't know if you noticed, but one like was Rod, I can't see it. Rod Weiler. <laughs> oh, my God. Greta and Dane. Sheena Inu. Oh, my yeah, God. I didn't so even see good. that one. That, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get the pun with Sheena Inu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're late to the party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's uh, also in your sample, Tyler, is bit depth. In digital imaging, there are three common bit depths, 8, 16, and 24 bits. Go on. And uh, that's the same kind of uh, bit rate you have in your... When you record audio, it's 16 bits, or some places do 24 now, um, for even higher quality stuff. And that's just the amount of space that each sample can take up. Nice. Uh, Yeah. Well, we really should have written some more stuff down. Oh, no, I wanted to talk with you now. Um, About design, yeah, well, uh, I'm not a fan of Logic, because you can have a 27-inch monitor, and you're still confined to, like, a 50-pixel-wide region of the screen, and it can't, it doesn't snap properly if you want to drag an audio track to the beginning of your project. You have to, it'll drag it to, like, .01 seconds inward, and then you have to super zoom in and drag it all the way back to start. It's an, but if you drag it too far back, then it snaps back to where it was. It's it's so ass backwards. I don't know why people still use it, but I guess they're not. They're leaving for things like Cubase. They're leaving for things like uh, crap. I forgot. Traction. Oh, what? Tell us about traction. traction. Yeah. What's so it? traction is really cool. It's uh, a very stripped down. Uh, the UI you'll not like, but functionally, it is why is that? really performant. Uh, it, it doesn't do any, like, the knobs or faders like you normally think it would. It's just, uh, shapes instead of... They don't... It doesn't try to look like the real-world thing. Okay. And it's a lot of just, like, input fields and, uh, text boxes. And because of that, though, it is really, uh, light on resources. And it also r- runs on every platform, so I can use it on Linux. That makes it sound nice. like it's trying to let people who don't make music make music. Almost kind of random. I mean, that's what GarageBand does. But it's uh, real. No, this is definitely real. Like, it's got a very nice VST plugin suite. I, I like it a lot. In my mind, the only thing that's different about GarageBand and Logic is the price. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. Have you heard of uh, Reaper? No. No. Reaper is what I would counter your. What was that again? Traction. traction. I would counter Traction with Reaper. It's another programmer. It has. I don't like the interface. It has a very steep learning curve, but it's very. It's made by former audio engineers uh, who are like 60 years old and just are doing this in their spare time. You can download it for free. Just mm. look up Reaper. And it is uh, my my best friend's an audio engineer. He really recommends using it. I tried using it one day before the podcast and realized that it has a learning curve, and so I had to go back to Logic. I often actually use Audacity to uh, record the podcast. That's well, it's free and it works in Linux. And it lets me use my uh, n- noise removal script. Oh, yes. Why don't you tell... You know, that's actually a very interesting piece of music technology. Why don't you tell us about this um, n- noise-gating script that you have? How does that work exactly? So, it's just a Python script. I run on all the wave files or record How do you show. loop through what is the unit of time that you, or measurement that you use to loop through the file in order to remove the noise? Oh, I just do it uh, by, like, a byte size. Uh, I-, I MF the file in. And then I actually, uh, there's a, a really cool Python library where you can actually analyze, like, the frequency of things. And I uh, sample I sample empty, uh, like, just 
no actual intended noise going into the microphone, just the room no, noise. So when you say and you sample, when you say you can get the frequency that's doing uh, an FFT fast Fourier transform. Yep. And then out of the result of that, because I tried to, I, I tried to make a pitch detector in JavaScript once. You get a bunch of buckets. Yep. Out of the FFT. And the buckets don't have... It's not a zero or a one value. Right. They were, and they correspond to different frequency ranges. Yep. How do you determine what the frequency actually is from those bu- from those buckets? It's within those. It's like a range. But it's buckets. So, you know, it's like this group and this group and this group and this group. Right. And so then you go over the rest of the audio where you want to remove the noise and you're looking for uh, parts where... You didn't answer be. the question. I, I don't... No, no. I got what he meant. Yeah. You just split it up, so if it's it's not it's between zero and one, right? So if it's greater than this number, but do that. it's if not going to be. It's that. not going to say like one bucket has this range of it's only or the the, the frequency of this sample is going to be in this one bucket. It's going to be spread diffuse across various right. buckets. So how do you know? Like if you are doing pitch detection, how do you know which which is the actual pitch of the the real frequency that you want? You don't need to care about the exact number of the pitch. Yes, you do. If you're trying to make in a the tuner. real world, you're not going to hit spot on. Even a tuner. No, but think about how the tuner. Even a tun- work. even tuner will be within uh, uh, several hertz or megahertz range. I don't hertz, remember. hertz or megahertz. Hertz, I don't know. hertz. Uh, it is four forty hertz. Okay. So, and so with that though, you just look for these ranges, and then you put it on the and then it just tries to actually uh, do like a uh, similar to a uh, bucket uh, search through the audio of where it's actually intended, and it's able to find all the noise, and I just replaced that with uh, basically a null value. Gotcha. And it works really well. Thank I'm you. I'm surprised. I, I am actually impressed, Thank because I, I remember when we started doing the show, and it was just like, welcome to the pull request, and you... And then when, yeah, shh. So anyway, Eric, the It's sh- like somebody... <laughs> no, you're full of shit. Shh. Okay. It's like somebody from South Williamsburg was here. No. <laughs> Go grind some kids. I was trying okay. to bring back the, 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 the synagogue thing. No. Yeah. No. Final repeat. Do not grind kids. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to post this show. <laughs> so. Yeah, Thank you, Eric. I wanted to rope in a public service announcement. I don't know if you saw in the show notes. I wanted to start doing PSAs in the middle. PSAs That's our PSA today. today. Don't <laughs> grind kids. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. It's probably going to be the title of the episode. No, the title of the episode which is... we will burn on a subway car. And if you, get, yeah, <laughs> and you, if you ask Tyler, make sure Steve Harvey's always at arm's length. Right. Restraining order. <laughs> right. All right. How much time do we have left? There's a chicken playing a piano. Really? <laughs> oh, there is a chicken playing a piano. Being played by a chicken? Yeah. Oh, you got well, the end of it. Looks like Joku's ready to hit all the right notes. Oh, I'll do her oh, thing. She's teaching the chicken, chicken how to Joku play the piano by hitting, you literally hitting her head on the piano. Motion, She's playing whole chords. Truly inspiring. <laughs> and talk about it's inspiring. In her face. <laughs> there's that Billy Joel song that sounded like that. Well, th- there's that video we were watching the other week where he was playing the piano with his butt. So yeah, it sounded like that. It's a really shitty song. After the big game. All right. But if you're interested in adopting a pup for yourself, no, we're not. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. Okay. Uh, is that? Do you have any more time? Do you guys have to go? I think we should get going. It's Super Bowl time, to be honest. All right. Well, then mm-hmm. let's uh, let's end with one last story. I'll let you guys pick. 
sexy photos seemingly got a CP tra- train conductor fired. Okay, probably. Or mom's life has turned into a living hell by stalker who has takeaway delivered to her house 50 times a day. <laughs> I mean, the first one sounds like it's up Tyler's alley, but the second one's hilarious. Can we do both? Yeah, we could do both. Uh, let's see. Uh, it seems that one of Canada's bigger rail companies isn't a fan of their employees posting sexy photos of themselves. The CBC has reported after viewing an evidence package <laughs> that Stephanie... <laughs> sorry. Stephanie... Steph, Stephanie... Uh, Ketelnikov was let go from her job at Canadian Pacific Rail, CP, in November for at least partially posting some racy photos. Ketelnikov is a model, so yes, the photos on her Instagram are of a sexy nature. Some of them are also pretty much in the nude, and the CBC reported that one of these now-deleted photos feature her on railroad tracks, and the others show her with whips and familiar BDSM tools. Wait, when they say model, do they also put air quotes around it? No. Hmm. The evidence viewed by the CBC indicated that Katelnikov was fired for violating CP's rail code of ethics and its internet and email policy. Katelnikov said that her, the term graphic was used by the investigator and that it, quote, seemed that their main concern was that my social media content was damaging to their reputation. Not, of course, their inability to get people to their place on time. Hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, this is actually the second... I need to call my photographer and cancel the session next yeah. week. There you go. <laughs> it's going to ruin your prospects for the MTA. Oh, uh, uh, no. This they, is act- they, they, they'll just hold on to that evidence. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, this is actually the second time that uh, Katelnikov has been let go from the railway company in a high-profile manner. Wait, she was brought back? In 2014, <laughs> she was at the controls of a train where it derailed in Banff. Banff! And dismissed from her job as a result. So it wasn't because of her sexy photos. Um, she was just a bad train conductor. Uh, Katelnikov took her wrongful dismissal case to arbitration and won. It was found that Katelnikov was actually fired for filing a sexual harassment complaint against a fellow employee and that a faulty track was responsible for the derailment. It wasn't her fault at all. Wow. And now she's posing sexy, sexy pictures, and, uh, posing for sexy pictures and gets fired again. All right. Moving on, uh, someone stalk me because this this woman in <laughs> England, Jesus Christ, she has she has called in cops to investigate claims that her family is being targeted by a spurned girl obsessed with her teenage son. Vicky of Blackpool, of course, Vicky said it's constant, constant, constant. Even our dog has anxiety. <laughs> The glass pane of her front door was even cracked from all the knocking by drivers laden with pizzas, curries, and kebabs after she had to disconnect the doorbell. Vicky uh, contacted Just Eat, which I assume is like a seamless of England, uh, begging for the deliveries to stop, but was told nothing could be done unless she called the cops. She said, quote, The girl or girls are ringing up 300 quid of food per day on Just Eat. I found it funny at first, but it's really upsetting me. I've never felt like changing the door number. I've had to disconnect the doorbell. She adds, It sounds stupid, but we normally don't get people coming to the door. We have a very quiet life. Vicky, who has a 12-year-old son, Bobby Bryan, says her, her tormentor has also sent her messages claiming she is pregnant and has been raped. That's not even a joke. It's right here in the article. Yeah, and on that grave disappointment, it's time to end. So... It's like an episode of Top Gear. So, <laughs> Christian, do you approve of this week's poll request? I'm As confused by that Top Gear comment, but yes. <laughs> you should watch some Top Gear. It's a, 
This. Uh, how about you, Tyler? <laughs> I approve. All right, good. And Corey? I do approve. And how about our wonderful studio audience? Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Olivia fell asleep, so that's fine. And let's <laughs> all hit merge. And we'll see you next week right here on Polarquest. This has been the Pneumonium Production. The views and opinions expressed on Pull Request do not necessarily reflect those of Pneumonium, LLC, or its subsidiaries. This week's theme music provided by Wolfpack. Visit them at VULFPECK.com. 